Man. My don't say, look, he's taller, he's my son. He's my boy. I celebrate you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. First, I must start by saying how honored I am to be here. I celebrate the grace of God in this house. Your pastor is my guy. And I do not say that to make light of him. The Bible talks about friends that stick closer than brothers. And um, I've discovered that people come into my life as gifts. And one of the best gifts I have ever gotten is the gift of Reverend Ebenezer Mogde. Please put your hands together and celebrate. Um, many of you would not understand. We have been through thick and thin, life and death, especially me on the death part. But he's always been there. I like you to celebrate the goodness of God that is the person of Pastor Adrian Mobile. If you have never seen the goodness of God, you see it at least every Sunday in this church. Oh, you don't understand. That's how you know when God is good to a man. How you know when God is good to a man is that he places goodness life and my brother has been blessed by that goodness so celebrate again the goodness of God uh, we're coming soon to there's a name Iawopi that has to be trademarked because it's a brand that is going places you may not understand it yet you, you should understand that God starts the biggest things in our lives as an ordinary experience the biggest things that God does in our lives, he starts as an ordinary experience. Nobody who goes to a through a transformational walk with God sets out seeking transformation. Everybody who has been transformed and who has changed ages just woke up and started doing something simple and great until one day the Spirit of the Lord came upon them. I want you to also help me explain uh, appreciate my personal Holy Ghost. You don't understand. Pastor Aki was talking yesterday about the office, God as an office, right? And he began to describe what you know, but you don't understand, as the El Shaddai God. Now, men will never understand the El Shaddai God because we are one track minded. I cannot do three things to save my life. I do one thing probably add another and then I'm confused. But every woman here understands the concept of the many-breasted God. Every woman does it. That's why they can nurse dreams, they can nurse aspirations, they can nurse children. Adam made a mistake. In his excitement when he saw Eve, he gave her the wrong name. He said, you shall be called woman because you are the bone of my bone and the flesh of my flesh. God said, hey, you got it wrong. It is called Eve, life giver. And so I have my personal life giver with me in the house this morning. Please celebrate my shalom. Hallelujah. 
I also want to appreciate all. Uh, my senior brother is here, Pastor Joseph. I honor you, sir. Everyone here who has been a part of making this place great, I'd like you to be on your feet for a minute. I want to pray for you. All the support that God has given to my brother Ebenezer, whether you're in the choir, you're in media, you're an assistant pastor, I'd like you to be on your feet. I want to pray for you shortly before we get into the word. The Bible says that God is not unrighteous. Say after me, God is not unrighteous. No, say it like you believe it. God is not unrighteous. He will not forget your work and labor of love in that you minister and do minister. So I pray for you this morning that every ounce of energy, every significant influence, even passive times, your downtime that you have put into this work, I pray for you that a reward is coming. In the name of Jesus. A reward that your mouth cannot speak. A reward that your hand cannot contain. A reward that your heart cannot understand. God will supply your needs. In the name of Jesus Christ. Look at yourself. Behold your neighbor. This is the smallest you will ever be. Because you have chosen to walk on fertile ground. You have chosen to walk on fertile ground. It will bring for you seed in season and out of season. And for every one of you standing this morning, by the grace of God upon my life, I place an end to lack. Listen. When God blesses a man, he doesn't dump five million in his account. Many of us think that's how God blesses. That he'll give you 20 million and you'll be so wealthy. Every time you check your account balance, you'll be happy. Let me tell you the practical example of how God blesses a man. Jesus was asked to pay tax. And they said to him, come and pay tax. And he wasn't supposed to pay that tax because it was a proselyte tax. Jesus had a bank account. He had an accountant. The accountant's name was Judas. Jesus said to Peter, go and catch a fish and find coin in the mouth of the fish. Today I pray for you that your help will come from unexpected sources. In the name of Jesus Christ. What you will achieve with zero account balance, people who have millions will not try it. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' name. Celebrate the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. He deserves it. Please be seated. Holy Spirit, we ask for your help this morning. Help us in light, life, and wisdom in your word. In the name of Jesus Christ. My job here this morning is simple. I've come to start a fire. I've come to start a fire. And if I'm successful... You will see that fire burn even before we leave. Your theme is the fault. It says two things. It says support and stability. Now, it is very interesting because both support and stability cannot be used to describe children. And so when we talk about support and stability... We are beginning to talk about people who have come of age, who have built strength, and who can stand on their own. 
We are not talking about people who don't know where they are going to or where they are coming from. We're not talking to people who are influenced by everything and anything that matters. We are talking to people who have a life in God, know their destination in God, and are actively chasing after it. You heard when Pastor Akin said yesterday that what is pursuing me and what is pursuing you is very different. And so for some of us, we may not have entered into our seasons of support and stability. It's fine. But for those who have entered, you must understand that he that sets his hands to this plow and looks back is not fit for the journey. So let's go to your theme, scripture, 1 Peter 5 and verse 10. I'll teach you a few things there and we'll begin to have an interesting conversation. Amen. 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 1 Peter 5 and verse 10. It says what? But the God of all grace, who has done what? Who has done what? Unto what? Good. Let's tell a story. In this story, we have principal actors, right? There are two actors in this film. The first is the one who is called the God of all grace. The second person on the other end of the divide is the one who is called us, which is me, right? And this God of all grace has a plan for me. His plan is that I will arrive at a destination called where? Come on now. At a destination called where? Eternal glory. Hear me. I have to teach you two things about the eternal. Eternal is not something that starts when you die. Eternal is something that never ends. So those who have eternal life are already using it. Ah, I know most of us are waiting to die first. When you die in Jesus, you will now receive eternal life. No. From the moment you receive Jesus Christ into your life, he sows two kinds of life in you. He sows the first called eternal life, and he sows the second called abundant life. Now, the church likes the first, and we really don't like the second. Are you following me? Oh, come on now. Stop looking at me like I'm saying something strange. Are you still with me? Right? The first one is the one in eternal life. That's the one we preach every Sunday. That's the one they lay hands on you and blow breeze and you fall. That's the one you are hoping to go and live in heaven. The second is the one called abundant life. It's a life that has no needs. It's a life that is sufficient in all things. God destines that the believer in Christ Jesus should walk both in the fullness of eternal life as a spirit man and in the fullness of abundant life as the God man. So when the Bible says in John chapter 3 and verse 16 that God so loved the world, please don't change, just stay here. I'll go there and come back for you. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall do what? Not perish, which means that in the ages of man there is a system called perishing. The system called perishing is that system that makes a man work so hard and gain so little. He wasn't just talking about spiritual death. He was talking about living life without God in such a way that you are helpless, hopeless, and without hope in this world. So he says that 
so that you will not perish, but you will now have a new kind of life that is called what? Everlasting life. Simply put, that the proceeds of your life will not finish. Are you following me? So, you must understand that the economy of God does not work the same as your economy. Because your economy is dependent. I told them in church when um, Tunubu won elections. That's it. Uh, we all hoped a certain Peter would win. But as Bulaba won, understand it. My life will not get worse. It can only get better. How do I know? Scripture says that the path of the just is like a shining light. The pattern of that shining light is that the luminescence continues to increase. It shines brighter and brighter even unto a perfect day. So it doesn't matter the economy of the jungle. Buhari is the most blessed president I have ever had. Under Mohamedou Buhari, I prospered greatly. Under Bola Ahmed Tunubu, I will prosper even more. The pattern is that the governance of my world is not with a mafia league. Oh, you don't understand it. That's why you complain on social media. The governance of my world is not with a Mephiele. It's not with Lai Mohammed. It's not with Godwin or Baseki. The governance of my world is upon his shoulder. He carries me. I am not without hope in this world. I am not a bastard. I have a father. Mm. I'm not a bastard. I'm not. I know who my father is. Let the devil himself anoint a president and put in Nigeria. There's what they call everlasting life. You must understand it. The day you see it, you will stop worrying about dollar. They change Naira notes in December. I told myself, is it not notes? Yes, I will not see notes before that notice. I don't know what the new money looks like. I've never touched it. It doesn't matter. The only time I had to bother about notes was because my dear wife would need to go to the market and you can't buy Maggie with transfer. That's the only time. There's what is called everlasting life. And that is what the God of all grace has called me to. You must understand the foundations of your team. It is a promise and a hope that this hunger I am used to is about to end. Not because I have faith, but because my destiny in God is that I am called to eternal glory. Who understands it? Then he says, how did he call me to eternal glory? By Christ Jesus. Now, after ye have suffered a little while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. Understand this. Look at the board very carefully because I want to show you something. If you look at this scripture, you will see that your only participation is to suffer. Who has seen it? The Bible talks about two players in the beginning. The God of all grace and us. Are you following me? 
and then continues to talk about the God of all grace, but the only time he talks about you is after that you have suffered. It doesn't make sense. All of a sudden, the scripture does not sound so promising. Because I would think that I will be doing more things than suffering. But you must understand, and this is what brings me to the core of my message, that grace in process doesn't look like glory. Ah, see, if you have ever seen a man who has found grace, and you see him bouncing and saying, I am so graced, I am so graced, he has, he's not using his grace yet. Because grace only shows up when there is a need. What is grace? Grace is every resource from God to man. Doesn't matter what it is. If a man needs salvation, grace brings salvation. If a man needs finances according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus, grace brings resources. If a man needs health, grace brings health. If a man needs to walk in the spirit, grace brings to walk in the spirit. But you must understand that grace does not come for nothing. And the process of grace is always activated by suffering. Now people are serious. That's how you understand that prayer is not wishful thinking. That we can lay hands on you and put prophecy on your life and speak in tongues for 12 hours and your pastor will call you blessed every Sunday and nothing will change in your life. Many people have jumped from church to church because you thought that the prayer they prayed for me did not work. Even you have seen it in vision. You saw yourself in a dream. You were driving a Benz. You woke up the next morning, cleaned your shoes, and began to tread. And you are saying, God, when? And listen, one thing I have discovered with God, your pastor will tell you if he's sincere. I know he's very sincere. I know he doesn't keep anything from you. Is that every time God calls a man, he's a setup. Every time God calls a man and makes him a promise, I will make you great. God called Abraham and gave him a name. He says, I'll call you Abraham. His name was father of nations. His name was already bad. You know why the name was already bad? Because father of nations had no child. Then God now came to him and said, Abraham, Abraham, I'm going to change your story. And on the basis on which I'm going to change your stories, I'm going to give you a new name. Then God made the name worse. God now added many and called him Abraham, father of many nations. And Abraham was barren from that day for 25 years. Listen, the patterns by which God transforms a man is not overnight success. This Yahoo Yahoo mentality we have to God's blessing is a fraud. If you jump up, you will fall down. It is not even the devil that is doing you, it's just gravity. No 
devil, no demon, no. Just the natural order of life. What goes up must come down. The only thing that goes up that does not come down must be sustained by something. You don't get it. The only way a man can go up and not come down is that there's something holding him up. And so anybody who wants to go up, see, listen, there are some thoughts you will banish from your life forever. They drag you closer to poverty. I wish somebody would just dash me five million. It's not the thought of a successful person. No successful person thinks like that. You, a need appears in your life and you begin to look for who you know that has the money. You will die of heartbreak. I can promise you. And then you will say, ah, they disappointed me. Nobody disappointed you, man. Nobody. The destiny of the arm of flesh is to fail. You must understand it. The arm of flesh has a destiny. The ordained destiny of the arm of flesh is that it fails. It doesn't matter how sure it is. There are only sure odds in God. Only sure odds. So you have a need. And you say, ah, don't worry, I have an uncle in America. That's the number will not go. Because God wants to teach you that he is the God of all grace. He is the God of all sufficiencies. The moment you begin to look for your sufficiency in something else, you lose the purpose of your calling and you begin to struggle. Now listen, I'll tell you from Genesis chapter 1. I have very little time, so I'll run very quickly. God blessed man, gave him dominion over five things. Right? And then man fell. And God said, no, I'm not going to curse you. Then God did something very interesting. God did not curse man. He didn't curse the woman. He cursed the ground. Are you following? So God says to the ground, ah, I don't want to go there. I'll spend too much time. God says to the woman, because of this you have done, your desire is to be towards your husband. Then she said, you will attempt to control him. So if your wife is controlling you, it's fine. If you don't have a wife, get used to it. The word, I am the man of the house, is a lie. You are a man in the house. You are not the man of the house. Let's just leave it and move on. The day you want to know that you are the man of the house, she will tell you where your place is. And there's a philosophy for a happy marriage. It's very simple. Two sentences. Happy wife, happy life. It's that simple. And then God said to man, I'm going to ignore you, but I'm going to do something very drastic. God says, cursed be the ground for your sake. Tons and tissues shall produce for you all the days of your life. From that day, man got introduced to the system called labor, not hustle. So man now had to sweat before the ground produces. God gave man the gift of work in Genesis chapter 2. He didn't give him labor. It was when man fell, labor came. But when Jesus came, the Bible says, 
that Jesus came to revert the curse of the law. Which means, Wale, my ground is no more cursed. It doesn't produce tons and tissues for me. It produces what I want. The pattern is delight yourself also in the Lord. He will give you the desires of your heart. Hey. You know, I know you have prayed for things before. They will tell you, oh, you don't have it yet because it's not the will of God. It's a lie. You are not delighted enough. The day you delight, God will be asking you, what do you want? Because he's the God of all grace that has called us to eternal glory. So that whatever you are facing, you must never forget that where I'm going to is a destination called eternal glory. But you see, the road to eternal glory is laced with suffer a little while. That's the truth. The road to eternal glory is not, listen, prayer is not wishful thinking. God, you know I love you, so give me five billion. You won't get shishi. Because the principle of God is let him that does not walk not eat. God, say after me, my father, my father, you put your hands on your head. Lord, elevate me. Ele elevation does not come by prayer. See a man diligent in his way. What have you found to be diligent at? 2018, myself and your pastor, we at He Talk Global. We just finished Emerge, 2018 Emerge. We had heat up, we were working together there. I told him, I said, Rev, I said, eh? I said, a time will come where no man will lift head or hand in this Benin if I'm not in the room. He looked at me, said, Amen. We shook hands on it. No man will lift head or hands. If a project is moving forward, they will mention my name inside it. Twenty twenty-three, I spent six days with the governor, deciding who will become your next house of rep. Listen, it doesn't happen by we just they go kisera sera. No, the part of the just is not kisera sera. What will be cannot be in my life. Uh, if what will be was going to be, the moment it met me. There is intentionality that comes with this grace. There is focus that comes with this grace. There is glory that comes with this grace. But it's only given to those who by virtue of use have their senses exercised unto good works. Paul said, see, there are things that you have to face in life, but I beg you, don't suffer as a busybody. Because every suffering you suffer as a busybody has no reward. There are many of us who just wake up in the morning and they find where to go. You are not jobless now. I have learned, Ma, that I am busy. It's a very valid excuse. Even if all I have to do is sleep, I am busy sleeping. And so I told myself a long time ago that if it's not adding to me, if it's not growing me, 
If it's not moving me forward, it does not concern me. Now you will understand why I cannot follow this lover. Now you will understand. I love football with all my heart. I love football with all my heart. I love everyone that watch football passionately. But I will not bring myself 90 minutes of my time to watch Ronaldo make so many millions and clap for him and say, that's my club. We just bought a new coach, you and who? You know why? Scripture shows us a pattern for those who must be great. Let me begin to round up because I have two more assignments to do before leaving here. First, in case I forget, first, remind me. The Lord told me that in this meeting, we will curse the spirit of depression. So I trust you to be honest with yourself. We are going to pray for you before leaving here. And remind me to get to it. But you see, there are two things by which a man rises. The first is called service. The second is called commitment. Whether you call it commitment, whether you call it diligence, there are two things by which a man rises. The first thing that every man that must be heard must serve. Every man that must be a head must serve. I know your pastor very personally. He serves. So this all of a sudden boss attitude that is with this our generation where you want to be called chairman when you have not changed anything. It's what is keeping you from entering the gates to your breakthrough. I found it so hard that when people see people serving, they now begin to say, the own is too much. The one show say, now only them, they walk. It's okay. I know where I'm going to. I know my destination. The Bible said, hear me. I'll show you this and I'll move on very quickly. The Bible said that from the spirit of Moses was taken and put upon 70 that became administrators to the people. So Moses was not lacking men to follow him. Are you following me? But in Exodus 33 verse 11 we see something. The Bible says that God set the tabernacle outside the camp. If you can go there, I'll love it. If you can't go there, it's fine. The tabernacle was placed outside the camp, and Moses would enter the tabernacle, and God would speak with Moses face to face. Are you following me? And God continued to speak with Moses face to face, and Moses would live there, and the Lord spake unto Moses face to face, as a man speaketh unto his friend. And he turned again into the camp. Read the board. Uh, uh, uh. You are not reading it like you believe it. Read it again. But his servant Joshua, uh -huh, a young man, departed not. Listen. Joshua's concern was not God. Speak to me. Joshua's concern was God. Whatever Moses left here, let me stay. Whatever he left, let me see. If you read this scripture earlier in the later verses, you will see that everybody in Israel, when God was speaking to Moses, they will hear the thunderings and the rattles of God's voice, and each man will start outside their camp, minding their business. Every man stood outside his tent. They were minding their business. But the Bible says that Joshua would stay inside the tent. 
departed not out of the tabernacle. Every time Moses had an encounter, Joshua received the finishing part. It wasn't Moses who was seeking, it wasn't Joshua who was seeking the encounters. Oh, you don't follow me. The grace of God was not upon Joshua. The grace of God was upon Moses. And I'm speaking to those of you who serve here this morning. The grace of God, the oil of the anointing, was upon the head of Moses. It wasn't upon Joshua. Nobody rated him. Nobody counted him. Nobody saw him as anything worth note. The only thing they required at this point was that every time Moses finished, oh, let me hold your Bible, Rev. Let me walk you to the car. Can I drive you? Don't drive today. I'm free today. Let me drive you. Oh, let me power the generator. You don't need to be doing this, Rev. That was Joshua's job. Then one day, when Israel lost Moses, before they had the time to fight for succession, God came to Joshua and said, Mo Joshua, Moses, my servant, is dead. I don't need considerations. You are next. It is not up for debate. It is not up for vote. The 70 that received the anointing, received the anointing. I have enough, enough anointing for everybody. They can keep collecting anointing, no problem. They can keep collecting, God bless you, no problem. But this grace, this grace, you already have history with it. It is not a stranger to you. This anointing, this aura that I have put upon the head of Moses is not strange to you. You are already used to it. So now, as I was with Moses, that's how the man qualified by just staying in the tabernacle. Servo, are you hearing me? What did I say? Serve. There is an idiocy that comes with service. You look for a while, like an NFA, it's for a while. You know, just get ambition. You just they follow pastor up and down. Ah, it's for a while. When the glory comes, the Bible says, second example, before I move forward, before I move forward, second example, the Bible says that Elijah anointed the prophet Elisha after him. And he said to Elijah, today I'll be taken away from you. And the Bible says Elijah had those who were called sons of the prophets. Ah, it means that the grace must not pass from pastor to deacon. Oh, you don't understand it. Yeah. It must not pass from pastor to deacon. It can pass the deacon and come to choir master. There were those who were called sons of the prophet. They said to Elisha, this man you are following, his time is done. Do you not know he will be taken from you today? They knew. They understood. Elisha said, what is chasing me? It's not chasing me. What's chasing me? It's not chasing me. Until he cried, my father, my father, the chariots of heaven and his horsemen, the people who first bore the testimony of his anointing, we are the same people who were telling him, Ibrahim said, you don't know what you do. They looked at him and said, behold, the spirit of Elijah. There's a way to receive this thing. There's a way. Do you understand me? Success is transferable. Uh, the Bible says grace can be multiplied. The Bible says grace can be multiplied. 
Paul will always say, grace and peace be multiplied unto you. If you don't have enough, you need to ask for more. There is a system called excellence by which Daniel stayed in four kingdoms. Listen, the pattern by which believers rules is not like ability. Oh. Uh, the pattern by which believers excel is not how beautiful your face is or how much they like you. Nobody has to like you. Let me say to your face, no, listen. The only person commanded to love me is my wife. <laughs> I am not looking for likers. I am not looking for followers. I am not looking for friends. I am looking for a God that can command the east wind and the north wind and put bread in dry bones. I didn't like my picture. Who cares? My, my page is not doing well. I only have a hundred followers. Who cares? The moment you blow up, the, the moment you arrive at this place called eternal glory, kings will look for you. Isaiah chapter 60 and verse 1, arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Then he begins to say that kings shall come to your light. So please take me to verse 2. I want to do something quickly and then put grace upon the house. My time is almost done. Uh, for behold, darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people. Notice that the moment after the promise you see hopelessness. It's a pattern with scripture. Remember I just read the same thing from 1 Peter chapter 5. Immediately after the promise, the next thing you see is suffer. It's okay. Get used to it. Behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness to people, but the Lord shall arise upon thee, and what? Next verse. And what? Gentiles shall come to your light. Listen, many of you, you are already seeing it. Gentiles are already coming to your light, but we don't want Gentiles only. Ah. Ah. If you're okay with Gentiles, I'm not. Uh, you didn't hear me. If you are okay with Gentiles, I am not. I'm not. <laughs> ah, bro, we like this thing you are doing. Ah, this guy is a wonderful guy. You know what he does? He gives you a better self-esteem. Doesn't put money in the pocket. Many of you are selling in the wrong places. Oh, you didn't hear me. Many of you are selling to the wrong people. And in the wrong places. We love the Gentiles. God bless them. They are signs that somebody is coming. The Gentiles are an announcement. They are not the destination. The Gentiles are the announcement. The moment I begin to see Gentiles, there must be something I am doing right. I must then turn to the Lord. The Bible says that they looked up to him and their faces were brightened and they were not ashamed. Until kings come. I tell your neighbor, until kings come. Gentiles, I love you, but kings are coming. Gentiles, I love you, but the kings are coming. Gentiles, it was good to have you while you lasted, but my kings are coming. My kings are coming. My kings are coming. That one person, by whose reference, ooh, that your ordinary service becomes globally sought after, 
That one person. That one person. Kings shall come to your light. Gentiles shall come to your light. And look at it. It did not say, and kings to your light also. It says, and kings to what? The brightness of your rising. It means that the part of the just, remember when we were there? The part of the just, as it continues to multiply, tell your neighbor, don't be weary. Kings are coming. Listen, I'll tell you this story and then I'll begin to pray. The Bible said in scripture that there was a certain woman and the Bible did not tell us the name of the woman but the Bible described her by her condition. Oh, you know the Bible does that. This is the one, one anointing I see with the Bible is that the Bible describes men by their names and describes women by their conditions. you don't get it. The reason you knew Mary was a virgin was because the Bible described her by her condition. Right? The reason you know Rahab was a harlot was because the Bible described her by her condition. The reason you know Tamar went to prostitute was because the Bible described her by her condition. When Jacob went there, he was still the son of, when um, Judah went there, he was still Judah the son of Jacob. Are you following let me not start. Let me move on quickly. So we don't know her name. The Bible described her by her condition. What was her condition? The Bible says that she was the wife of a prophet. And the prophet died by borrowing. And this woman came to Elijah. Elijah and said, prophet, my husband is dead. And his creditors have come to take my two sons as payment for his debt. Then, Elisha asked two questions. One was wise, one was foolish. Or gave two instructions. The first one was, what do you have? Oh, we have nothing. It's a small bottle of oil. Then Elisha said the most stupid thing ever to a woman who the husband died from owing debts. He said, go and borrow. You didn't hear me. To a woman who the husband died from being a debtor, Elisha said, go and borrow. You, know, you must understand that the identity of that woman was already the woman who married the borrower. Are you following? And then when she begins to borrow, people would begin to describe her by the condition of her husband and say, now what did he kill your husband? Now you do. Your husband died from borrowing. You are coming to borrow too. Okay, what do you want to borrow now? Jerican, not even better thing. And the prophet said, borrow vessels, borrow not a few. And this woman began to go from house to house in obedience to the prophet, not minding how silly or stupid the instruction made her look. Your husband died from birth. Listen, listen, listen. Let me tell you something. I'm saying it to somebody here. It is that same shame that will be turned to the glory. That same shame. That thing you are doing that they think you are not serious. Oh, that's what he's going to put his hands on. That same thing. When they were going to count children of Jesse who would be kings, they did not number David because he wasn't sturdy enough. 
He wasn't tall enough. The Bible called him a beautiful boy. You know how girlish a boy has to look to call him a, a beautiful boy. So when Jesse counted all his children, he didn't remember David. There is one, there is one, there is one in the bush. He is taking care of the sheep. Samuel said, we will not sit down until he comes. That day is coming. Where all the years you have been in the bush. All the years, all the seasons of your life. Where you were just adding two plus two. And it didn't seem like nothing significant was happening. All those seasons. There is a someone who will not sit down until you come. Uh, let me tell you the story and make it worse. So they called him and anointed him king. And then he went back where? To the bush. Until one day, a giant spoke. You see that many times when God wants to exalt a man, he gives him a problem. Now, this will make sense to you after you have suffered a little while. A giant spoke. The only reason Saul was made king was his height. So God brought something taller than him to tell him of why it's not about height. The Bible said, that Saul was heads and shoulders taller than all of Israel. So all Israel looked up to him. And then God brought a giant that Saul had to look up to. But because he had no practice in asking for help, there was a little boy in the field who said, I will lift up my eyes to the hills. He was used to looking up to tall things. From whence come my help? My help comes from the Lord. The little boy came, saw a giant, and said, Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? This is what we have been practicing with. For many of us, the difficulties of your life is practice. Oh, that's why you can't be depressed. Because your sign of depression is a deposit of the devil in ensuring you never succeed. So he said to uh, Goliath, you come to me with swords, I come to you in the name of my God. It was one stone that brought the giant down. One stone. I say to you this morning, your light has come. Say to your neighbor, your light has come. Your light has come. Read one scripture with me as we begin to pray. Second Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 8. I want to, with God's help, release grace upon all those who are willing to receive it. Second Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 8. A parko bretabasande. Eliakoben de Beladushkiata Brandabashkia Taradashkia. It says what? And God is. Uh, come on, say it with pride. And God is to make what? How many grace? How many grace? God is able to make all grace abound how? Towards you that ye how many times? How many times? Will do what? In how many things? Listen to me. How many alls have you heard? 
How many hours have you heard? God is able to make all grace abound towards you that ye always, right? Having all sufficient things. That's three. If you count always, that's four. Right? In all things, may do what? Is there anybody here facing challenges and needs grace? Just be on your feet with me. Sweet Spirit of God. Sweet Spirit of the Living God. Come on, begin to cry for grace. Begin to lift your voice to the Lord and cry for grace. Cry for grace. Cry for grace. Raise a cry for grace. Your strength could not carry it. That's why you need grace. Oh, zebra kapaz enenash. Oh, kaboze telebre koza. Ile vrekopozi anamana kese. Isevre kopozi nekuliata. Oh, zebra nabakalani zefeteudos. Ilia kapaze tependiliata. Bless a cry for grace. The Bible says, and of his fullness have we all received grace for grace. very quickly. Let's not get too into the prayer. Your rev will come and then they will rev you up. That's why people I won't pray for very quickly. The Lord said to me, there are people here, I think about three to five, that have faced a particular challenge for a period of time, and they have said, it is not for me, it cannot work. A particular challenge. Whether it's passing an exam, I don't know what the challenge is. You have faced the same obstacle here, after year, time after time, and you have just said to yourself, maybe I'm not cut out for this thing. Maybe it's not my calling to be in this line. I'd like you to come forward, let me lay hands on you this morning. Quickly, quickly. I don't, we don't have much time. Just come out, let me lay hands on you this morning. I still have to pray for those upon whom Sorry, let's just do the two at once. If you are battling with self-doubt and depression, come. Self-doubt. Every time you want to try something, something tells you you can't do it. You are not enough. You are too small. There's a voice constantly ringing weakness to you. 
Just lift up your hands to the Lord and begin to speak to Him. Those who came first, those who came first, just come to this side. If you came to the first protocol, come this way. I release upon you now the grace to succeed. Receive the grace to succeed. Receive it, the grace to succeed. In the name of Jesus. The grace to succeed. Is of Rekepesa an invitation of fire? An invitation of fire that you begin to burn, that you begin to burn in the name of Jesus. Let fire come. Let fire come. Shakapale cause Ibrando Kopos Yakapase. Let fire come. Let fire come. This morning we cast that devilish spirit, that devilish spirit of depression that has put holes in the life of these people, that demon spirit of depression. In the name of Jesus, we ask that you live now. In the name of Jesus, let that darkness leave. Let that darkness leave. In the name of Jesus, let that darkness leave.
this morning my sheep heareth my voice the voice of the stranger they will not hear that thing that whispers insufficiency is silenced that thing that whispers lack is silenced that thing that reminds you of the things that you do not have so that you cannot become be silenced in the name of Jesus Christ I release you to the God of all grace the God of all grace the God of all grace that is able to establish you to perfect you and to settle you in the name of Jesus please celebrate Jesus in this Hallelujah Celebrate Pastor here this morning. Lift your hands to heaven. Lift your hands to heaven. And in your own words, talk to God. Talk to God. This is a group session. Talk to God. Some of you, you, you need to pour it out. You need to pour it out. You need to cry before him. Don't care who's looking at you, who's, 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 don't care. Pour it out to him. Yeah, no. 
The woman of Samaria, when she encountered Jesus, Jesus said to her, I have something to give you. You're familiar with it, but this one is different. And if you drink from this well, if you drink from this water, you will never have reason to thirst again. This morning, drink from the well of life. Drink from the fountain of life. Drink from the well of life. We drink, we drink, we drink, we drink. Any other devotion, 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 any other dev